0: Why? So... Just that that um, thought that... I almost thought that I wanted to die. Yeah. Is that a different... I'm closing my eyes because I'm, yeah, trying yeah, to, I'm yeah. struggling to comprehend what I'm hearing. Is that a different feeling to suicide? I'm not saying you know what suicide is, but you know, suicide is maybe I want to take my life. No, this where was you're a submission. Saying, I want to death. This was a yeah. slow submission. Submission to Death. The yeah.
1: I, I, I can't take this.
0: I cannot take this. Are you are you at any point regretting telling Mother Ayahuasca that you're take it? I'm in shock.
1: I'm in shock that as soon as I said intuitively, I'll I'll take this. Mm. I can't I can't see him suffer. Yeah. I got it. I mean it was I did, I did joke with Jerry uh, afterwards. I just said, you know, she doesn't negotiate, does she? You know, she could have at least said to me, yeah. well, are you sure about this? Because it's probably going to kill you yeah. and yeah. it's going to be hours of illness yeah. and yeah. you're going to suffer it emotionally, spiritually. You know, you are going to have a spiritual death here. But are you sure? Literally,
0: bam.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, no, bam. She just gave me. And I realised, shit, that's what all this was about. That's why she showed me all this suffering. So I could make that decision. yeah. yeah. Without thinking. Without thinking, and she could give me it without hesitation. So I was on a journey. Ah, oh, it was a roller coaster that I wouldn't want anybody to go through. Try, try and explain. I will. So I'm vomiting, I'm on the end of my bed, and every time I vomit, I've got to lift my head into a bucket, and I've literally got the edge of the bucket trapping my chin. Mm. I've got no physical strength left in me to lift my head up and to hold myself. The bucket is holding me. My body has collapsed through exhaustion. And it got so bad at one point, uh, I raised my right hand and I went, help me, please help me. Please help me. Are you scared at this point? I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. Are you scared, though? No. I'm just dying.
0: But not, but not fearful? No
1: just confused. I don't know what's dying. I don't know if David Cooper's dying or this is a right, ayahuasca right. death. So you're, you're too confused to be scared. I don't maybe. know who's dying here. I don't know if I'm supposed to experience this death or I am actually dying.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I'm really confused. But I am definitely dying. <laughs> so the shaman arrived and stood Brad, up. crap No. Different. A guy called Christian uh, and Christian said, okay David, it's okay, and I said, I'm dying, I'm dying, I said, it's okay, we're with you, we'll help you, and then I think two or three shamans arrived over my bed, and they they did a ritual which I've seen so many times, they start shaking you with these leaves, these dry leaves, and they're shh, 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 so it's all over your head, and they, they're patting you all over, and it, it basically gets away spirits, and and it, it cleanses and calms you down. It's, it's, it's very loud, intense noise in your ears, having um, these brushes. Have you stopped throwing up at this point? Are you throwing up in between being I'm brushed? exhausted. I'm, I'm hanging off the edge of the bed. I'm collapsed at the side of the bucket. So they're brushing me up and down my upper body and over my head and down my arms. Do you feel all this? Oh, yeah. They're yeah. physically yeah. hitting me yeah. with these brushes, yeah. with these dried leaves. So there's all this shh, 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 shh. And then they start chanting. And they start making all these shamanic noises. And they go, shh, oh And they're making all these amazing tribal noises, which I've witnessed. And it's amazing to watch, but this time it's happening mm. to me. And immediately I just started to feel this peace. Oh God, that feels so good. And then I just started to accept that a part of me is gonna die here. But it's okay, it's okay. I've just felt, I felt so safe, so loved. I still didn't know who was dying, David Cooper or it was one of these spiritual deaths, but I had cancer. I was emotionally going through it, spiritually getting stripped bare, um, but I was on a journey that would lead in me, lead to me taking my last breath.
0: Is this what you're thinking?
1: Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm accepting. So the shaman all of a sudden just quietened down and they went, okay David, so just take it easy. We're here. And then they just retreated. And I'm lying there, I'm half on the bed, half off. People around me the next day said it looked horrific. It looked unreal. It looked like I'd fallen off the ceiling and landed, smashed myself into an awful contorted mess. But I was so motionless. They said, we thought you'd actually died. Um, anyway, uh, I felt this wretch, so I, I, the strength it took to get onto my forearms and get my head over the bucket, and I did one last horrific hurl. I've been vomiting now for about four hours, right? I am so exhausted, and uh, as I'm about to collapse onto my right forearm, she just said to me, David, check the bucket. Checked the bucket have we got it all out (laughs) so I got up and I looked into the bucket and I just put my head on the bucket and I looked into the bucket and there was a lot of puke in there but Danny there was this half a brain it was purple and brown it was like a it was just a tumour yeah it was if you picked it up it probably weighed about a pound it was huge like a dark coloured Mass of lumpy, brain-like Tumour, horrible shit thing What size? Like a small cantaloupe melon size? Half a brain Half a brain And I just looked at it and I went Oh, that's so disgusting And she's asking you
0: Is if, it all there? Is it all there? Have
1: you got it all out? That was the question And I looked at it and I went God, I hope so I, hope so, I felt right? like I passed a pasta baby through my body and um, she went, if you're happy, it's all there. That's great. You can go now. And I went, oh, that means die. And I saw my kids and I saw Jackie. And I thought, fuck, am I dying?
0: Is, is this your life flashing yeah. before your eyes? Yeah, yeah. Say? Seriously? Yeah, yeah, because I knew I
1: was about to die. Well, so I, are you still at peace? Confused. So I just went, okay, I'm ready. What you would you you accepted. Right. I didn't know if I was dying, or if it was one of these spiritual deaths. You surrendered did. to death. I surrendered to die. If this was my last breath, I was, I was, I was good for it. Were you? Let me tell you what happened. Go on. So I, I just accepted it. I had no idea how real or not I was. I just went, okay, I'm ready. I'll die. So I put my head on my forearm and I just felt this immense sense of peace and warmth and satisfaction that I'd done a good job I'd done the ultimate thing any human being can do for anybody else I'd, I'd, I'd saved a life mm. I'd saved my dad's life yeah. um, and it was worth it mm. and it was just this immense acceptance that job's done, I can now go peacefully. Mm. And I took my last breath. I just went. You physically, uh, physically I, knew I that's how it, it felt. And the, the energy that came out of my mouth was me dying. And then I went into this peaceful sleep. People around me say that the shaman walked past me and left me in this... Contur- I was My hands and arms were under my body and my legs were elevated at a stupid angle on this cushion and I was hanging off the edge of the bed at the side of a pile of puke. And they left me there for hours and they said I wasn't breathing, I didn't move once for hours. And they said we, this was a lady called... Um, Tracy from Canada, from Toronto, and this uh, ex-Royal uh, U.S. Marine, Navy Marine, called John from mm. Texas, and they both said, "We just thought, fuck it, Davis just he's gone, died. he's died,
0: fuck, Davis dead." <laughs> Not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's so
1: surreal. Oh, wait, you haven't heard the most bizarre thing. Oh, come on. So. Daylight comes, the sun comes, uh, I wake up. um, I feel like somebody who's run a marathon. Mm. Um, Not that I have, but I'm just totally washed out. There's nothing left of me. And I'm sat there kind of in shock and I'm I'm, I'm replaying what happened. Mm. I've had a night from hell and I just thought, right, I remember accepting a tumour. I remember feeling like somebody riddled with cancer. And my only job was to pass it, get it through my mm. body, out of my stomach, yeah. into the bucket. That was my challenge. I remember the shamans coming to help me. Uh, and I remember the beauty of accepting death and taking my last breath. So I thought, I'm going to have to ask at some point today. But I think I had a spiritual death. I think I died. Mm. Then Tracy, this, uh, this lovely lady, arrived at the side of my bed and she went, how are you? I went, yeah, all right. And she went, Oh my God, you went through it all night. I'm oh, sorry, did I disturb you? And she went, Kind of. She says, I was screaming at the shaman to help you. Literally. She says, I was on the bed going, Help him, for God's sake, help, he's dying. I said, Well, you're right about that. I said, I think I had a spiritual death. And she went, What was above you? back? The big black entity hovering above you with the red stick. What was that? She says he was there for ages. I went, what? She, she could. Oh, she, she's about uh, 15, 20 yards away on another bed. So she's seeing She's in their mind's eyes. She's looking in at her the mind's side. She's she's looking, her mind's she was sat on the edge of her bed for hours watching me. And uh, she said there was this thing hovering above you about the, the twice the width of a big grown man um, with a, a black, smock or cape with no legs no lower body but it was just hovering above me looking down on me but she said the head was encased in steel and it had these like wings on the side of it but it was holding this red stick at the bottom of your back and she says it just kept hovering around you for ages and she said when the shaman came to help you so she was telling me all the stuff I'd she says, you know, there were three shamans came, the they're starting, to, she says, it then just, it stepped aside, as soon as the shaman went, he came back, and I went, no, oh, sorry, I've just got no idea, I says, but you know, God knows. And she said, I think it was what the shamans describe as celestial healing, so you get these entities that arrive to help you heal. And I'm looking at her as confused as you're looking at me right now. And I just went, well, sorry, Tracy, I just don't know. Then this US Navy Marine arrives, John, he's built like a tank, this man. And he said, David, we need to talk, right? (laughs) And he sits on my bed. It's the first time I said hello to him. This guy didn't make eye contact easily. Uh, first time I spoke to him, and he was on the bed behind me, so it was even closer to me, but he's looking right up my backside as I'm vomiting, right? And this guy just said, shit, you went through it, man. And I went, uh-huh. And he said, there was a black guy uh, in this steel suit above you for two or three hours. So consistent with the... Tracy's yeah, just told yeah, me this. Yeah, so yeah. Tracy... Teresa was either there or she came back and she joined this conversation I'm now getting it in both ears yeah. and I'm sat there wow well, it's was, it was about yeah. like seven in the morning and he went I've spent the night against that wall so the, he, his bed was against and he apparently he put himself in a corner because he was terrified <laughs> which was funny if you saw this guy yeah. you can't imagine he'd be scared of anything and he went I watched this thing hovering above you for hours with a red laser going in and out of your ass and up your lower spine. And he says, it's one of these celestial aliens. Mm. And Tracy went, I've just told David that. Yeah, I've just yeah, told... Yeah. And John went, really? Did you see it? And uh, so they're both telling him this and they're describing this thing. Mm. Pretty much the same. Oh, mm. Entirely. She called it a red stick. He called it a laser. Yeah.
0: They, they, there's no way
1: they can corroborate their story before They'd they have not spoken. Spoke, no, no. They've not spoken. Yeah. So I'm sat there thinking, well whatever I'm, I just accept anything you tell me I, right. I literally I'm literally, i done I'm just done yeah. feeling good you know but no energy to take I'm it done. in baby I'm just kind of I'm sat with my head in my hands these two are getting really emotional Yeah, I mean they've been up all night worrying about
0: me yeah, yeah.
1: and they've also had their own journeys and their own hallucinations yeah. you know so I just thought oh that's yeah that's really interesting so it was either that day or the next morning We were asked by Jerry, the founder, did anybody have a spiritual death? Yeah. So I raised my hand, and so I think did three others. So four people had a spiritual death so far in the four-day journey. And he went, you know, right, what was yours? And then he came to me, and I said, I uh, I puked up a tumour. And he went, well, there's a first. And he looked at the shaman, and and, and I thought, really, that's a first? Anyway, because of my English accent and their non-English accent, they thought I'd said tuba. So he thought I'd said I puked up a tuba. (laughs) So the shaman are going, they're shaking their heads and he's going, well, that's the first time somebody's puked up anything as big as that. And I'm thinking, well, it was pretty big, you know. And he said, we've never had anybody chuck up a musical instrument before, have we? And I went, no, Jerry, tuba, not tuba. So the whole audience laughed. Yeah, yeah. So he said, so ah, oh, we've had loads of tumours. So he puked up a tumour. I said, yeah. I said, it's, uh, it, you know, she showed me this journey, my dad, and I, I said, I'll take it. I said, bloody hell, Jerry, she doesn't to go, bang, I've got it. Yeah. And says, I went through cancer. And he went, yeah, yeah, it's common. Right. And he says, any, any celestial aliens, anybody help you? Any operators, anybody come and help you? So John, the Marine, and, and Tracy, the Canadian, both put their hands up and went, yeah, we saw this big black thing, with wings on this metal, with a, a red. Well, the Colombian shaman, Taita, in Spanish said, whoever had that dude, is the top surgeon. You must have really needed some help because when he comes, yeah. it's like having the best surgeon for yeah. Yeah. helping you. Yeah. And, and he explained that the symbolism of a laser uh, is to cut and release and help free. Illnesses, and it's so common with people who have tumours. Um, in both my ayahuasca journeys, there have been two tumours that either vanished or reduced by a minimum of 50% in four days. <laughs> Physical tumours, people who have arrived, one was a throat tumour, the other was a breast tumour. And I spoke to one lady two years ago, she was called Mary, and her tumour vanished mm. after, she, after she left there. But it shrunk fifty percent while she was in ayahuasca. That is so common. They've had six and a half thousand people at Rhythmia now. They kinda just take it in their stomach Yeah, it's just a, tumors yeah. vanish. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I, I just sat there and the you know, anything tighter One says to mm. me, I'm just taking yeah. it as gospel. Yeah. And if he says I got the top surgeon with a, a, a laser beam to yeah. cut out a tumour, I'll yeah. go. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Because that was probably what happened I could not get I couldn't pass it myself it was too big uh, so here's here's the end of it right? Uh, my daddy's a private man I go and see him two weeks after I get back so a few weeks mm-hmm. ago my mum knows where I've been my mum knows that this journey was the catalyst to our healing and getting back together after 25 years of absence so my mum's on the edge of a seat in, in the lounge and she said so what happened this time and I thought, oh, I, just, I can't tell him the tumour story. Especially with my dad here. Yeah. So uh, I'm talking, I'm telling her a few things. I'm being quite vague. Yeah. And she goes, wow. And I said, oh, I, mean, uh, I cured you of cancer, Dad. You know, you know, usual things. And my dad went, what do you mean? And something just came over me. I thought, fuck it. What's the worst he could think of me? I've, yeah. I've lost my marbles. Fuck okay. it. I just said, well, I had this dream. That's the best way to describe it to an 83-year-old who never taken a lucid yeah. <laughs> I had this dream that you'd got this lump under your rib cage mm-hmm. and it was a lump that was going to turn into a tumour. And he went, this one. And he lifted his jumper up. And I just went, that's it. He's got a fist-sized lump sticking out of his lower ribcage. You can see it. Oh, you showed him. So I went, that's it. And he went, well, oh. He says, it feels better than it has. And then my mum says, well, you were ill while David was away, and he had diarrhoea for four days. While you were away? Whilst I was in ayahuasca for four days. And you weren't aware of this lump
0: before, or...? Yeah, of course I wasn't.
1: So I just sat there, and I just thought, if ever I needed validation... That this stuff is mm. bigger than we can ever imagine. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so So what did
0: what what did your dad say what did your dad say then? Totally
1: accepted it. And how is he now? Great. Mm. It's in good form. And the lump's getting smaller. It it, it was a lump, that over the last um, six months slowly after a gallbladder operation Um, and he's had so many lumps and things that Mm. arrived this one was particularly big Uh, but he was kind of used to them Mm. Um, but he knew that it was connected to him not being well Mm. And and he just said I've had diarrhoea for 3 or 4 days while you've been away well that's a purge Yeah, that is a classic purge and, and again the, yeah. in the education they tell us when you're healing and you're going through healing of other people they're feeling it yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. they're
1: connected, yeah. we're all connected um, to the point where Jackie and I had a terrible day a really down day we would have been prescribed the strongest antidepressants if we'd have gone to a GP. And when was this? While you were there? Yeah, day three. And when we spoke to our children, Louis and Brad, who were in different locations, Brad couldn't leave our house that day. He couldn't go to work. He was in his bedroom and he said, the cleaners are in the house. And he said, I couldn't even get up at say hello. Mm. He says, I was in such a dark place. Now, if you've met Brad, he's just a, he's a beautiful energy. Mm. And he said, I couldn't explain it. Mm. I couldn't move. Couldn't get out of bed. Louis, same mm. day, said, I was just, I just didn't want to be around Mm. people. He was at work at his restaurant. And we just said to them, we should have forewarned you. It can affect you. They teach you this. They just say, if you're healing and going through some big stuff, warn warn your parents, your siblings, Mm. your brothers, your sisters, if they're feeling a bit odd, Yeah, it's that. It's that. So, my dad had diarrhoea whilst I was in ceremony. And he had no,
0: it's not like he'd been out and had a dodgy curry, it was just no explanation for it. At the time,
1: he's thinking, what's wrong with me? He he suspected it was connected to this stomach and and this bloody great big lump that he has that's now shrinking. So if you're to ask me, you you know I'm a a rational, logical, Mm. thinking, fairly bright guy. Mm. If you had to ask me, did I really cure my dad of cancer, I'd probably have to say, I think I did. Yeah. yeah. I think I spiritually yeah. did. You know, why else would it be worth all that? <laughs> why else would it be worth it's, um... it? There's too many significant events and coincidences for it to be anything other than that. I mean, it could be very symbolic, it could be metaphoric. Uh, I, I don't care what anybody thinks. I, I went through it, man. Mm. It was horrific.
0: It's just really bizarre for me that, you know, what you tell... I'm like, literally, several times you nearly fall off my chair. But, you know, the, the guy at Rhythmia is saying, oh, yeah, we get... We, that happens all the time, you yeah. know. And, and they become a bit... Not numb to it, but, you know, it's just they know what this thing does or what this thing can,
1: can do, don't they? And, in, in the Amazon, they think nothing of yeah, it. No, no. They expect it mm. to cure illness. Yeah. You know, and when it doesn't, when people die of serious ailments and cancers... That was their journey. Yeah, you know. Yeah, if we can cure it, we'll cure it. If it doesn't, we accept it. Um, yeah, it was just—it was huge. Absolutely. This huge. is the first night. First night. Bloody hell! Oh, that's a right introduction. I know. could have gone home. Yeah. Uh, after day one, feeling, oh wow, I've had my money's worth. How so, am am how are you feeling the day after? Are you shattered? Just, just, just really empty. A bit, a bit confused until I heard Titer explain what the laser, you know, the guy yeah. with the laser was. Um, but, you, but really grateful, full of gratitude. Um, if, if you're going
0: up for four hours though, what, what, what is there? You know, it comes to a point that. What,
1: what well, my bucket had more in it than I'd eat, physically eat drank. I mean. But that's so common because they say the puke and the shit is emotional. So it doesn't have to be food no, or liquid, no. it's emotion.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're throwing it for four hours, there comes a point where everything you've put in your body is no longer there. So yeah, what, well, we
1: do, we, we do that here, don't we? We start yeah. retching, yeah. you know, and we, it, the, when there's no food, then we get rid of the bile, the bile and the acid yeah, in our yeah. stomach, yeah. and after that, we're just retching and yeah. giving ourselves a sore throat. Um, there, because it's releasing trapped emotional healing, uh, you, can, Keeps you going you, it's can, all gone. you can fill the yeah. bucket it turns into matter. Emotional gets untrapped and mm. turns into physical mm. Which you expel matter. physically. Yeah. My bucket had a huge amount of vomit <laughs> in it. Huge. Um, you know, I had... Uh, I had stomach ache on night three and it was lower intestine. So below my belly button, above my groin pubic right. area. Yeah, really yeah. low intestine. And it was... It was more than nausea. You can't get used mm. to nausea. No, this was gripes, you know, real tight gripes. And I was turning over, trying to get comfortable. And the two guys at the side of me um, had already vomited at the end of the bed. Mm. And both fallen asleep and vomited. One of them went to the toilet, came back and he vomited. And I was kind of envious. I was thinking, God, you lucky bastards. Yeah, I wish I could I need to sick. get rid I of I this. I really need yeah. to be sick. And the pain was kind of a 7, 8 out of 10. It was getting really, really? intense. Yeah. Uh, and then I just thought, I've had this for three hours, four hours.
0: What the hell is it what teaching you know? me? Is this is the third night? Yeah. Is this when you had your,
1: your downer as well? i so had, had the day, downer that day, that day. That day. And I just thought, you bloody idiot, why don't you ask? Right, yeah. You know, I've been <laughs> yeah. so... In my own head, just thinking about I've got stomachache. I forgot to have dialogue. Yeah, yeah. Nothing is unintentional. As soon as I asked, I went, Mother, I ask her, can you please tell me why you're not letting me be sick? Yeah. That's literally what I said. Why are you not letting me be mm. sick? And she went, because you haven't appreciated your stomach yet. So I went, what do you mean? Boom! Download. There's me abusing my body with kebabs. There's me drinking bottles of brandy. There's me drinking Jack Daniels. There's me over-consuming alcohol on stag dudes. There's me not sleeping for two days because I'm on a bender. There's there's all the abuse that I've given my body.
0: Is it like literally seeing a film and it's like... Right back right. In time, yeah. full download.
1: <laughs> and I just think, so what, so what is this really about? And she went you got any idea what your stomach has had to put up with for 54 years with your ego and your mind and your abuse and your lack of love for this amazing stomach that you've got Mm. and she says that's why I'm not letting you until you appreciate it and thank it for all the Mm. shit you've put (laughs) up and honestly the overwhelming gratitude I had I started stroking I lifted my shirt up Mm. and I'm stroking my lower intestine, I'm going, ah, I'm so fucking sorry. Oh man, I have given you some shit to mm-hmm. deal with. And I've, I've had, a, I've had what I would say is a, a vulnerable, weak stomach for quite a long time. Mm. I, it's not today. It's as resilient as they mm. come, but I kind of accepted that my stomach's a little bit fragile. No wonder, man. Yeah. She showed me what I put it through. And it's probably no much... No more than most regular Hmm. guys, right? Uh, With an active social life. But I just had to appreciate it and thank it for dealing with all of my ego-driven stuff. And once I really, really felt the gratitude, oh, man, she let me go. And you know when you've got to go? Hmm. I must have gone to the toilet. Ten times? No sooner as I got back to the bed... Let's go again. Yeah. And I was just laughing. all. The you knew thing. what it was. Oh, about. yeah. I was just yeah. letting it all yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I'd never felt lighter. I'd never felt my stomach more beautifully cleansed mm. and washed out. And I just laid there on the bed and I just had this immense sense of gratitude for Mother Nature allowing mm. me to, Suffer, accept, mm. and let go, yeah. which is what that whole night was about. And then
0: be able to do something about
1: it moving forward. Yeah, and then I went and had another drink, so the shaman were calling people who wanted more ayahuasca, so it's middle of the night. Is this the third day then? I think so. What happened on the second? <laughs> the second day was all about Jackie. Right. So it was a, a story of me in my early 20s, mid-20s, early 30s, and even though I was married to this beautiful woman and I had children from 27 and then Brad was arrived when I was 29, I was still Dave Cooper. Mm. There was still the young boy and some of the carrying on that I used to get up to and some of the antics were not, not the behaviour of, of a responsible married parent. Mm. Which is kind of excusable because I'm young, mm. but kind of I've not because I was an egotistical Lively ass twat, hmm. and uh, she showed me, and she showed me at the same time what Jackie was having to sacrifice as a mum hmm. at a similar age to me. Whereas I'm going off, I'm literally travelling all over the world, and I mean literally. I'm away in America every year. I'm tra- I'm I'm all over the UK. Is this with work? Right. So I'm a I'm a judge of UK coffee competitions. Oh, right, I, I so. became the world's first. World Barista Championship judge yeah. certified in Britain yeah. so I was invited to judge coffee competitions globally
0: how old were your kids at this, around this time
1: then? babies and I'll openly say I've got no interest in babies you yeah. know, they don't speak they're just they're pretty useless yeah. I mean, they're adorable but they're pretty useless they're pretty, they were, they were pretty unentertaining yeah. for me
0: yeah.
1: love them unconditionally Well, mm. wasn't really getting a great deal of feedback from a baby no. right? Mm. and Jackie Jackie was taking care of that. Um, so I was having a really selfish, yeah. busy life. And how long did this go on for? Years. Years. And uh, Jackie, when, when I shared it with her, because I, I cry, mm. when I saw and felt what Jackie was going through um, during ayahuasca, All mm. night, mm. I mean, she, 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 she smashed the crap out of me. She made me really feel regretful. regret. Regret, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I, I regret in the last podcast saying I've got no regret. Yeah. Because it's just bullshit. Yeah. That's ego. I got yeah. thousands. Yeah, yeah. I've upset so many people. I've said the wrong things to so many people. I've done things that, I I regret them all. They're yeah. all part of my life journey, but they're all regrettable. You're human. Just, I am very human, and. Sometimes that's okay, but sometimes it's not an excuse for doing some horrible things. No. Um, But I was so remorseful, and I cried, and I sobbed, and I couldn't wait to see Jackie next morning. And I apologised, and I apologised. And and she let me. You know, she kind of sat there going, that's cool, that's cool that she put you through that, because that's real. She told me that I went away once this is it Jackie on Mother yeah. Ayahuasca. Jackie. She told me whilst I was there in Costa Rica, she said, You once left me on the floor of our living room. The kids were young, they were crawling around, yeah. and it was a Friday afternoon or something. You were going away for several days and nights mm. on one of your trips. I don't know if that was a boys' trip or a work thing, but she said, One of your trips, and she said, I was crying, and I was saying, I don't know how I can cope if you mm. go. And you still went. Still went. Do you remember that? No, but I can feel it. Mm. I can imagine I still mm. went. And um, she said, I felt so ill. I was so exhausted. She said, I just, I just, I needed help. And she says, you weren't there to get, you still went. Mm. And she says, the following week, I was diagnosed with pneumonia. <laughs> oh, fuck. What a twat. Do you remember be, her being diagnosed with pneumonia? I do, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was ill for about six to eight weeks. She was exhausted. Absolutely exhausted. She was working with me at Coffee Brothers. She was a busy. I mean, life was intense, man. Her life was so busy and she was spinning so many plays. She was working with you at Coopers, yeah. not Coffee Brothers. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Coopers. Yeah. Yeah. So we just know the, the yeah, timeline yeah, yeah. was. So wow. it just. I, mean, I had to experience that appreciation of what she did mm. and how did it make you feel oh, about yourself so um, so humble for how strong she was and how you know she didn't leave me but how did it make you feel about you um, there's no guilt because I am guilty so I didn't have to experience yeah, that yeah. but remorseful and regretful I was so sorry so I just felt sorry that I'd done that. Mm. I felt sorry for my selfishness. And this is the great thing about ayahuasca. She really makes you feel it. Would you say then that is your biggest regret up to date? Uh, that's a great question. If it isn't, it's up there. Mm. Because it lasted years. Mm. You know, me it just it affected the person closest to you. Yeah, yeah. And I've, I had absolutely no recollection or memory of it. No. You know, Jackie, has said life with those young boys was really hard because yeah. I was not around. And I don't deny that. I never have. Mm. And she just said it was the toughest part of my life, and ayahuasca took me right into it.
0: Why, why vividly?: do
1: think, Why do you think Jackie stayed with you? That's who she is. Mm. She's so loyal.
0: Mm.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a limit. (laughs) (laughs) But I clearly didn't broach it in her eyes. Yeah, yeah. There's There's model limits. Yeah. But it would have been easy for her. Mm.
0: And how long did this go on? For how many years? Mm, uh, What stopped
1: it then? Me growing up, me maturing. My kids needing a dad, did, take did, him to football, share the, kid, the school run. Did the kids become more interested maybe? Yeah, no, 100%. Is that what maybe one of the yeah. things? Three year old, four year old, five year old, they're just mm. great, aren't they? Get a bit more feedback from them? Yeah, when they're not babies. Mm. I don't feel like that now. No. I love babies. Uh, I really genuinely do. Mm. Um, I don't think there's anything can, for a man can really. Make us appreciate that connection from mother, mother-child. Mm. I think that really is sacred. Mm. Mother-daughter, mother-son. You know, when when a when a human being has carried another yeah. human being around yeah. in their stomach, in a sack of water for nine mm. months, and then gone through childbirth, we 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 can't and shouldn't ever think we can appreciate that connection. We can't comprehend it, can we? That's that's incredible. That connection is very special.
0: Mm. Do you think then this second ayahuasca journey has stripped away more ego or has, or has shown you that you did have ego I'm asking that because uh-huh. when I said to you last time, first time, any regrets and you went, oh I don't think so yeah. not that I can think of and then yeah. just now you've said to me that was ego talking Yeah. so do you think, it, has it stripped more ego away from you?
1: Yes however I've, I've felt ego less for several years okay. yeah but that's not a reality because we need ego mm. you know it, mm. it plays an essential role in our psyche um but egotistical people people who have got a false opinion of themselves mm. um they, they're quite easy to spot aren't yeah. they yeah 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 uh and you know when your ego is talking when your ego, when it's your ego talking it's your ego thinking yeah. Yeah. um so I've been very good at recognising my ego yeah. um, and being aware and amending it, yeah. curbing it. Yeah. So to be egoless is is a ridiculous suggestion. It's not possible. No. But to work on your ego and to control mm. it is is something that I think I've been really good at for quite a few years. To answer your question, I took it to another level. Because all, all of this all of this now, and you know, they teach you that for twenty-one to thirty days, three or four weeks, you will go through a transition, even after the ceremony. As you come home, post ayahuasca, yeah, and oh, that's been so true for both of us. You know, I've been, I've been good the last ten days. I mean, I cancelled this podcast mm. a week or so ago because no way I could have done it. Mm. For the last ten days, I've I've felt pretty low mm. for me, yeah, um, and there are reasons. Mm. There are reasons. For Jackie, she's been loved since she got home. Has she? Yeah, she's just pretty beat up and exhausted, and, uh, but she accepts it's the process.
0: I'm going to say that that is a, a byproduct yeah. of yeah. something else you've got to yeah. deal with,
1: and it and it will pass. Yeah, of course. Nothing's permanent. Mm. Nothing, literally nothing lasts forever.
0: Because every time I see Jackie, she's just full of life. She's one yeah. of those faces yeah. that like exudes light. Yeah. You know when you see a massive smile on her face, she's yeah. got such an open Yeah lovely. You know, you know, you see some people I I mean that's it, they've got such an open face yeah. and such a loving yeah. calming aura about his Jackie. And I can never imagine her being like you know. A she's bit, been a bit
1: tired, open. exhausted, um Yeah, it's been tough sometimes. Mm. She um, She's been very aware, but also frustrated that it just keeps going on every day, every day. She just hasn't felt the light coming mm. through her. And uh, there's been a lot of colds and flu around this yeah. Christmas, as there always is. Yeah, yeah. We never get shit like
0: that.
1: Mm. Uh, she's had it. Oh, big. She? Yeah, she was very susceptible to it. Florida, she was in a dressing gown for five days. I've never seen that. Yeah. been with her 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely smashed her to bits. Uh, so yeah I'd like to think she's coming out of it but we took a friend with us a a friend called Nikki uh, on this journey to Costa Rica yeah she was a you know curious lady she got some childhood traumas Uh, she's about our age she's maybe 56 57 she's a she's a coach Hmm. she's a spiritual teacher Hmm. she's a healer um She works a lot in the commercial industry. She's got Mm. big clients, you know, BP, Virgin, Microsoft. Mm. She she works at a spiritual but very high corporate level Mm. with business leaders. Mm. She's a a really fascinating human being. Her stories are amazing. She burned down her parents' house. She she went into Wormwood prison as an arsonist. As a teenager, she was in prison at 18. She's just an astonishing woman. Uh, and she was desperate to go to Ayahuasca, but we kind of bullied her into it and Mm. said, look, we're going. Anyway, she came. uh, And of course, we knew she was going to get smashed in, and she Mm. did. But again, like Jackie, she's had some tough transition Mm. coming back into Mm. this Western world since she got home. So it's kind of been good for Jackie that she's been able to have dialogue with Nikki on a daily basis. Discuss it. Know that they're both just... She's not the only He's one. She's still yeah. healing. Yeah, yeah. She's
0: still healing. Do, do you think that... I know you said, like, you were a bit um, down on the third day. Yeah. Do you think that that down period on the third day had anything to do with what you'd seen on the second day? Um, with respect it to had, the but, word regret? It
1: had, but Both I got I got some news on the third day that, um, that hit me. Um, what, outside of a ceremony? Just in general? From Jackie, yeah. Yeah, so... Next morning, because we get split up during mm. ceremony, next morning Jackie came to find me and uh, the first thing you say to each other is, how was it? Mm. And you know, you know. Um, and Jackie had clearly been crying mm. and I just said, what happened, babe? And she said, she says, I met a soul friend, a girl that was from a past life and she said, this was a relationship a friendship that was so strong, it's like nothing I've Mm. ever experienced. And she says, I met her, uh, and she says, I spent hours with her last night, and we were talking, and she said, do you remember we made this deal that when one of us dies, we'll make sure that we reconnect in another life? And I'm sat listening, and I just said, "Uh, did you have dark hair? And Jackie went, yeah. And I went, please don't tell me her name. Do you know her name? And Jackie went, yeah. I said, does it begin with A? And she went, yeah, she's called Angelica. I went, I saw her. This on the th- third, third night. Right. And we both sat there and just cried. And uh, I just said she came to me as a four-year-old. And she went, oh, my God. And I described her, and she went, yeah, that's my friend. And she goes, i just totally forgotten about her. I said, well, of course you have. It's from centuries ago. But they had such a strong soul connection. They promised each other that they'd come back. Well, I was, I was having dreams. And I, I was in a good place third night. And uh, this girl came up to me. A little four-year-old girl. Four, four and a half. And she was mesmerizingly gorgeous. With dark hair. She had a little white top on with a dark skirt and little white tights and shoes. And I had no idea who she was, but she came up to me and I, I was 61 years old and I'm sat in a chair. Are you, are you the person you are? Though yeah. Now? You're Dave Cooper. Yeah, I'm, yeah? Just, I'm just in this dream. I'm awake, but dreaming, because that's what you do with ayahuasca. And I just went, oh my God. And I looked over to the left and Jackie was sat there and I went, oh my God, she's beautiful. And Jackie... Jackie looked at me as if to say, I know. And then I looked over this little girl's shoulder, my son was there. And I quickly realised, this girl is my eldest son's daughter. Well, he's not even married now, but he's going to have a daughter. And I went, oh, what's your name? And she just had this massive letter A above her head. So I just thought, Angel, Angela, something like that. Just this huge letter A. And then she just went away. So in my dream, I just connected that Louis at some point in the future is gonna have a little girl. We've, we don't have any little girls in our family. There's no, there's no daughters. Um, so it'll please a lot of people, that, especially me. So I just went, oh my God, I met her. And I described her and I said this letter A, and Jackie went, yeah, she's called Angelica. So we were both sobbing. And she said, why are you crying? I said, cause I'm absolutely convinced I've seen Louis' daughter, our granddaughter in the future. And she went, I'm crying because she tried to come back to us and we miscarried her. And I went, oh fuck. So, 20-odd years ago, um, Jackie had a miscarriage at home, in the toilet, and uh, we considered it for about five minutes. Our lives were so busy. The kids were so young. Uh, We suspected it was a miscarriage, but kind of didn't know. Yeah. Anyway in Jackie's ayahuasca ceremony, Angelica said, I did try and come back at Allison Drive, but you and Dave were saying how busy your life was and how stressful, and you you both said, we cannot have any more kids, two's enough. That's when I decided to have a vasectomy. And she says, I heard you saying, we don't have room for more shows. She says, I, I, I passed. I went, yeah. And, and Jackie was grieving. She was so distraught that, She'd miscarried this little girl. And the little girl said, Jackie, it's fine. She said, I just wasn't ready. Yeah. You were ready. She says, But I will come back, because that was our promise. And I just went, Jackie, I saw her. Oh my god. So we had a really bad day. Just experiencing a yeah. miscarriage. Again. Yeah. And we were so regretful that we'd never appreciated that a life had just got flushed down the toilet, literally. And we were so consumed with our busy lives. um, We just accepted that sometimes babies don't go Mm. full term. But you know, there was a little soul inside there. Mm. Jackie describes it as like passing a jellyfish, a big jelly, bloody entity through her and that was Angelica and, and did Jackie
0: see Angelica at the same age you did?
1: No, no. I was seeing a future child Jackie was uh, witnessing a miscarriage and the attempt of a past friend trying to come back right. She She'd been having it for six hours She'd been with this spirit for six hours in full dialogue and Jackie was Shocked that she'd never fully appreciated the miscarriage. Mm. And what transpired was Jackie has twice in the last 12 months been told by spiritual friends that she once miscarried a little girl. And Jackie just kind of nodded, all right. She never connected mm. the dots. And shockingly, it's amazing how you protect yourself. There's a, there's a lady who lives nearby who one of our yoga teachers here said to Jackie, I think you should go and meet this, this shaman. Um, uh, I think she's called Leia, And she just said out of curiosity, go and see her. Mm-hmm. So Jackie doesn't need two invites for something like that. So she went and had a few hours with Leia, And she came back and she's telling me all these things. And, and uh, she says, she told me we lost a little girl. 20-odd years ago. And I went, well, she says, that's the second person in less than 12 months told me I miscarried. And she says, I think it was at Allison Drive at our old house. Yeah. And I went, if you and I have miscarried a little girl, why does that not bother you? And she went, that's a fact. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 It clearly wasn't meant to
1: be. Yeah. And it all came rushing back to me. I... I was, this is, this is in October. I was a bit shocked at how tough and unemotional she was about that. And I thought, well, we need to discuss that. Hmm. If we've been told by two people that you've miscarried hmm. a little girl and you can remember that event,
0: fucking hell, that's a big thing. Did, anyway, Jack, did, did Jackie not tell you at the time
1: then? She says she did, and we both went. Yeah. Okay.
0: But you had so much going on it just you just cracked on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it just wasn't significant. Yeah. So it came and got us. Uh and it just filled in all the dots. It completed the picture. But we were in a really I was grieving. Mm-hmm. Um Jackie was missing. She had this sadness. She was so missing this friend. And um we were beaten up, man. We were in a bad place. But that's the day that both our boys had one of their darkest days ever. Yeah. In their 10,000 miles away.